Hey everyone, this is Thea, and I want to welcome you to the corner of here and now, where we talk about real life, recovery, success, spirituality, and anything else that might come up right here, right now. Hold on to your seat, because we're in for a ride. Episode, episode, episode 2.3. This is 4 of 52. It is Friday the 13th, November 2020. Wow, right? How did we get here? It's been a crazy year. It's the longest five years of a year ever. Um, lots going on. And uh, I had a, I kind of had a topic picked out for today. And then... Um, I don't know. I, I decided to diverge from the from the list, and I realized this morning that that I had um, I'm trying to get my microphone right here. Sorry, y'all. Um, I realized that I had <laughs> stepped in some feelings, <laughs> as we like to joke around about and memes. The memes out there about stepping in feelings and emotions. Um, so I have a little journal here that I keep notes in about every episode and what we talk about and, and stuff. So every episode we've ever done, I've got notes on all of them, but, um, you know, at the top of the page, I wrote, not sure what today is about. <laughs> um, and then I wrote, I have a lot of feelings going on today. And I could feel it like in my chest, you know, maybe it's a little anxiety and some and some raciness, just some tightening in my chest. And when I look around my home and my life and different things, <clears throat> I feel really overwhelmed, right? Like, like I've kind of touched on this over the last few days. Um, and so this morning I spent some time um, identifying identifying some of the feelings I was having and I did some journaling um, in my journal journal and about where my feelings what I was feeling and where I was feeling them in my body and it's like whoo whoo they're there man they're there they're on me um I have a it's a kind of a double-edged sword sometimes I let this stuff stop me and then other times I tend to power through or it's some kind of combo. I don't know. I don't even know what it is some days. Um, today I know I need to, I want to say power through, but that kind of, that's not exactly what I mean. It's more of a, it's more of a feeling the feelings and, and move through, right? That to me is kind of where I'm at today. And I, I have some things to accomplish today um, when I'm done done with this, uh, I need to walk the dog and, you know, go to work and do some things and stuff. Something I noticed, side note, something I noticed, uh, the other day after I did this, after I sat down and, and did the recording and got it posted, I took the dog for a walk and I noticed that 
the stories and the chatter in my brain that's usually there when I walk the dog, it wasn't there as much. It was so much quieter after, you know, the writing and the journaling and the, and the recording. Um, I don't know about y'all, but this is really helping me so far. So all seven of my listeners are, uh, or hopefully you're out there. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know if anybody hears any of this. I'd really like to know if any, if anyone's out there listening or if I'm just um, talking to the air. Either way, um, I think for me, it too, it's just an interesting, this is an interesting way for me to almost be tent-stepping, right? Like it's a tent-step in action in a lot of ways. Um so anyway, yeah, and I have some a uh, couple quotes I want to read. I took a bunch of notes and some stuff I want to read out of the um, basic text as well of Narcotics Anonymous that I found today when I was digging around. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that. Um, so more about these emotions and these feelings, right? Um, you know, our emotions carry a message for us. Um, and our emotions are energy in, in motion. So emotions are energy in motion through our body. So that we've got energy moving through our body and it manifests itself. And it manifests itself in ways of these emotions. And we can, we can label these feelings and we can label these emotions. There's all kinds of names for them. There's fear and anger and resentment and love and joy and happiness and bliss and uh, you know, overwhelm, like I said, and anger, um, for me, frustration and disappointment play a big role. Um, so there's, you know, that's, it's energy, it's energy moving through us. And for me, if I'm stuffing it or I'm numbing it, it clogs up the system. It's not allowing it to move through. It's like a like a ditch. I have a big ditch out in front of my house. And when sticks and pine needles and junk gets caught by the drain, it doesn't drain. It gets backed up. And when we don't feel our feelings, when we don't allow the emotions to move through us, allow through me, I apologize. I try and keep it on me. When I say us, I mean me too then it gets backed up. And like, like they say, you know, it comes out our ass. If we don't deal with this stuff, it comes out of our ass, right? If I'm eating a shit sandwich, I need to quit making the sandwiches. So allowing the, this stuff to move through me, no matter how it feels. And it feels yucky, but I, 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 I have to feel it. And there's a message in there somewhere. It's like, why am I feeling this? What's going on? What's holding me back? What's underneath and again, it's turning the light on myself, um, <coughs> excuse me, and continuing to do this work. You know, the reward for the work is more work. It sucks, right? The reward for the work is more work. And, you know, something I read this morning in a, some outside literature it was saying that you know, it's talking about follow your bliss, Joseph Campbell. But he also said, every feeling fully felt is bliss. Every feeling fully felt is bliss. So it doesn't matter what it is. 
Um, it can be anger if I'm fully feeling it. And I've talked in the past about my five, about my five minute rule. <clears throat> and the five minute rule is basically if you're feeling a feeling, if you're feeling anger or emotion, allow yourself to sit down and feel it 100% for five minutes. 100% for five minutes and allow it to move through. A couple things happen here. Um, I don't know about y'all, but some stuff I've held on to for years. So there's a, there's a, there's a twofold thing here. I'm allowing myself to feel it 100% for the five minutes so that it can move through. And then I'm done with it. You know, again, if I'm in the clogged ditch and the ditch is backing up, if my emotions and feelings are in the ditch and I'm numbing, I'm, I'm eating M&Ms and watching Netflix and I'm numbing them out and I'm not talking about how I feel or I'm not telling somebody what's going on with me or I'm not writing or whatever, I'm not even sitting on my cushion or my chair, whatever it is, <clears throat> I'm going to keep feeling that stuff over and over and over again because it's just going to sit in the ditch. And I don't know about y'all, but some stuff I've felt for years, some of the stuff I've held on to, <coughs> excuse me, for years, not even realizing it maybe. And I can even say that over the last, this last year this of 2020, I've, um, I've felt a lot of things I haven't felt in a long time. It's brought up a lot of stuff. And, um, and I'm not blaming 2020. Obviously it was there. It was just the catalyst that, uh, that got it all rolling. Um, and you know, and our feelings are in our directions today. So <clears throat> how many of us, and I, again, how often do I, that's another way I can put this, not even knowing it, am I allowing this ditch of emotions and feelings to direct my behaviors? Right? interesting. But again, if I'm not willing to do the work, if I'm not willing to turn the light on myself, I'm not giving myself the opportunity to change that. And that's where the magic comes in with a lot of this too, is giving myself that opportunity. Again, getting out of the way, doing something different, acting my way into right thinking. Um, again, I didn't, I didn't want to get on here and do this right now. Like there was a piece of me that was like, just don't do it, Thea. Betty, Betty was talking to me, just don't do it, Thea. Just skip the podcast, don't do it. Nobody's listening anyway, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> but I was like, no, I'm going to do this and see what happens and put it out there and let the universe take care of it. Um, so like I was saying earlier, these emotions are energy in motion. I have to feel them so they can move through me and then I can heal. I can heal, I can move through, and I can get to the other side of them. It's hard, right? It's hard to sit in a emotion 100% for five minutes. Like, let's just be honest. Like, I want to shove it down, let it come back up. Shove it down, let it come back up. Like I said earlier, frustration and disappointment are my, are my emotional home. That's where I go immediately is to frustration and disappointment. Um, but to overcome these patterns too, I have to be, be willing to do this. I have to be willing to sit in it and move through it so that I can get to the next level and go a little deeper. I think too, that's why multiple four steps, fifth steps, six and seven steps, 
um, are are so important. The first one that we do is basically just, you know, cleaning up the big stuff. It's just getting the big chunks up. But as we go deeper and deeper and deeper in this, then I get the opportunity to really see some of this stuff. Um, and so I, I need to, to be willing to keep doing this. Um, so I was looking a few things up in our, in our basic text of Narcotics Anonymous. <clears throat> so that's what I'm doing today. I'm, I'm feeling the feelings and, and moving through them and taking care of myself. On page 30, in step four, it says, um, we are not going to be perfect. If we were perfect, we would not be human. The important thing is that we do our best. We use the tools available to us and we develop the ability to survive our emotions. We do not want to lose any of what we have gained. We want to continue in the program. It is our experience that no matter how searching and thorough, no inventory is of any lasting effect unless it is promptly followed by an equally thorough fist step. So the part that I really have underlined is um, and we develop the ability to survive our emotions. Whew. Doesn't feel like it some days, does it, guys? Doesn't feel like we're surviving our emotions at all. Feels like we're succumbing to them. Especially now, like all this crazy fear that's going on and all these different things that are happening. It's just crazy. Okay, on page 42 of our basic text, let's see where I'm at here. Um, so this is out of step 10, and like a lot of you know, step 10 is one of my favorite steps. <clears throat> it says, we work this step continuously. This is a preventative action, and side note, our literature is the only literature, NA literature is the only literature that says that step 10 is preventative. So we can actually prevent stop ourselves, if you will, or be aware of and then stop the actions that we would normally do. We can literally change course. How powerful is that, you guys? If we're aware of this stuff and we feel the feelings, we can literally change course. Again, it's not easy. It's very, very difficult. difficult. Um, so we work this step continuously. This is a preventative action. The more we work this step, the less we will need the corrective part of this step. This step is a great tool for avoiding grief before we bring it on ourselves. We monitor our feelings, emotions, fantasies, and actions. By, excuse me, by constantly looking at ourselves, we are able to avoid repeating the actions that make us feel bad. Whew. Wow. I thought it said something about emotions specifically, but um, now I'm not seeing it. Um, we examine our actions, reactions, and motives. We often find that we've been doing better than we've been feeling. This allows us to examine our actions and admit fault before things get any worse. We need to avoid rationalizing. We promptly admit our faults, not explain them. Wow. It's really good, really good stuff here. And that's on page 42 in step 10. 
Um, and then, where else do I got here for you guys? On page 45, uh, this is in step 11, so about meditation, it says, emotional balance is one of the first results of meditation, and our experience bears this out. I'll just let that sit for a second. I'm going to read it again. Emotional balance is one of the first results of meditation, and our experience bears this out. There's a term, I'm going to use the word sober and sobriety here for a second. Sorry, you guys. Guys, I guess we could use clean time, but we talk about like emotional sobriety or emotional clean time, right? <clears throat> that's what that's talking about. I'm going to write that down. Sorry. Emotional clean time. Whew. Wow, emotional clean time or emotional sobriety, huge. Is it perfect again? No, but can we mm, get a hold of it? I don't like that term, but I'm going to use it. You know, um, what a powerful thing. And sitting in it and knowing we're not going to die, <laughs> right? Sitting in it and knowing we're not going to die. Okay, so that was on page 45. On page 77, here we go. This is out of recovery and re relapse. We must relearn many things that we have forgotten and develop a new approach to life if we are to survive. This is what Narcotics Anonymous is all about. Wow. On, uh, that's, at the, that's the very last couple sentences at the bottom of page 77. And I love this. We must learn, excuse me, we must relearn many things that we have forgotten and develop a new approach to life if we are to survive. This is what Narcotics Anonymous is all about. It's about a new approach to life if we're going to survive. It's a new lifestyle, a new thing, doing things differently. Staying clean, but doing the same things, to me is not the healthiest thing for us, right? At the top of the page, it says, when a resentment or any other emotional upheaval occurs, fail, failure to practice the steps can result in a relapse. Emotional upheaval. How many of us have felt that? I know I have, right? It also says on this page, which is something that a lot of people like to quote, there is something in our self-destructive personalities that cries out for failure. Most of us feel that we do not deserve to succeed. This is a common theme with addicts. Self-pity is one of the most destructive of defects and feelings, in my opinion, and emotions. It will drain us of all positive energy. We focus on anything that isn't going our way and ignore all the beauty in our lives with no real desire to improve our lives or even to live. We just keep going further and further down. Some of us never make it back. We must relearn many things that we have forgotten and develop a new approach to life if we are to survive. Here it is. This is what Narcotics Anonymous is all about. Man, I forgot that, you guys. And now I'm reading it. Ha! All right, page 92. This is the last one, and then we'll, we'll I'll wrap this up. 
Let's see. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Oh, here it is. So about the middle of the page, page 92, this is in Living the Program. Um, some things we must accept, other things we can change. Serenity prayer, right? The wisdom to know the difference comes with growth in our spiritual program. If we maintain our spiritual condition daily, we find it easier to deal with the pain and confusion. This is the emotional stability that we so badly need. That's our emotional clean time. With the help of our higher power, we never have to use again. Wow. Wow. If we maintain our spiritual condition daily, we find it easier to deal with the pain and confusion. This is the emotional stability that we so badly need. And I really think, like I said, I believe for myself that feeling these things, feeling these emotions, and allowing this energy to be in motion in our body and to, and, and to pay attention to it. Like if I'm feeling something in my shoulders or if I'm feeling something in my, in my chest, I have to stop and breathe and go, what is that? What am I, what am I feeling? Identify it, feel it, learn something from it. What message is it bringing me? And then, and then move through it. It doesn't have to be a trigger to use, use in any way, M&Ms, drugs, sex, gambling, whatever, shopping. It's not that type of, um, of using. It's, you know, what, what am I feeling here and why, and how can I move through this and do what I need to do anyway so that I can be successful, whatever that success is for the day. Like it, it changes from day to day. Um, so yeah, that's what I was been thinking about today. Um, so anyway, it's Friday the 13th. There you go. Um, I hope one person got one nugget. You know, if that's, that's what we got, I'm, I'm totally down with that. I love that. I hope that y'all have a great day. Please remember, uh, that the email is up corner of here and now, uh, at gmail.com. I fixed the password. I can get the emails. If you guys have any questions or anything you want me to talk about or suggestions, please put them out there. I would love to hear about it. Um, and let's, let's do this. Let's feel this stuff. Let's be vulnerable and feel it and, um, and live, live like we've never lived before. All right. So everybody have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace out. All right, everyone, that's another episode of The Corner of Here and Now. Thank you for joining me. If you like what you're hearing, please share, comment, and or subscribe. Please know that the music used in this podcast is the one and only Kenny Cordray. The song is called Rojo that was generously donated by his family. Until the next time we meet on The Corner of Here and Now, remember, we're all just walking each other home. Peace out. <laughs>